1: This is Computer Talk with TAB, hosted by Eric Semmel of TAB Computer Systems. Interact by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. You can email them in the studio at gethelp at or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric.
2: And Good morning. This is Computer Talk with TAB. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Taking your computer comments, questions, and concerns. Feel free to get online, and we'll do our best to help you out. Uh, usually, a good time to get on is early, because by the ten o'clock hour, it does get kind of uh, kind of crazy. So, we're here from nine to eleven. I, you know, just reminding you. I know it's snowing out there, and you're out running out for milk and bread, but uh, or it's gonna snow. It could snow, when you're running out for milk and bread. <laughs> but uh, in between that, feel free to give me a call. Um, some news here that was kind of interesting los angeles is on fire as we know they get the big wildfires and this is a a, uh, report from police um los angeles police tell drivers not to trust the navigation apps as the uh fact that basically you could be driving into a fire you want to know why that road is nice and clear on the on a typical uh packed highway well you got fire all over the place uh, so, that kind of makes sense. I didn't think of that when it comes to technology. Although, if you've listened to this show, we don't trust technology at all, usually. Um, we're pretty much uh, always skeptics. But uh, it does make some sense. So, if you think about it, if you're in any kind of any kind of disaster situation like a wildfire, that road is going to be wide open and clear, and Waze is going to say, hey, go this way, <laughs> right into a fire. Now, we've seen crazy things like people driving off bridges and driving off Roads because of their just trusting the navigation app. But this is a, a real thing. This could be a problem. Um, so uh, keep it in mind. I, I don't know where you stick it in the back of your head uh, because if you're in a disaster situation, you're probably not thinking that clearly and you're going to trust technology even more. Um, but maybe the folks at Waze and, and these navigation companies probably better consider some sort of geofencing of some kind that says, hey, there's a fire over here. Uh, you know, and apply some sort of weight to the fact that the highway is wide open, you know? So I found that kind
3: of interesting. It's interesting that it can tell you if there's a car pulled over on the side of the road on fire, but it can't tell you that the road is on fire. (laughs) Exactly.
2: Exactly. Um, Interesting news. The content providers, uh, folks like Amazon and Google, are fighting. um, And uh, basically – some of the stories that I've seen. This is a Washington Post headline: Amazon and Google are fighting, and that means consumers lose. Two tech giants are in a messy streaming video fight right now, leaving consumers squeezed in the middle. The thing about this, though, guys, is this is not talking about net neutrality. Remember, you know, we got to make sure that your YouTube isn't blocked using, net, you know, the evil cable companies blocking your YouTube channel. This is Google. Telling Amazon, I'm pulling my YouTube app from your Amazon Echo show. Pulling it from your Fire TV. Nothing to do with net neutrality here. These are the two content providers that are fighting for net neutrality with the other cable folks, the Cox and Comcasts of the world. Uh, they want you know, them to not throttle and not to block their YouTube channel. But Google thinks, thinks it's completely okay. To take YouTube right off of the uh, Amazon hardware because Amazon is not selling some of the things that they want that Google wants to have them sell. My point on this would be, let them fight guys. You want them to fight it out. right? Let Google punch Amazon in the nose. Let Amazon punch Google in the nose. Let Cox and Google fight it out. If they don't, if we if we don't let them fight it out, we're not going to get a better thing. What do you want to chime in on here, Joey?
0: Do you have uh, Amazon Fire TV or anything no, like that? No, I use Tivo. Okay, so I have the Amazon Fire TV, yeah, which has the YouTube app. Not until next month it doesn't. It will it, forever. What's happened is you there's always been the YouTube app, right? But I cannot watch my purchase content. Ooh. through the Amazon Fire TV. So they're blocking that. They've already been blocking that forever. Gosh, that sounds so, oh, I don't know, maybe we should have uh, hardware
2: neutrality, right? I can't believe Blumenthal hasn't chimed in and said, all boxes are created equal and must be allowed to share content. No blocking allowed. No, of course you can block it,
0: Mm -hmm. right? So if, yeah, you've purchased something from the Google Play Store, which you use YouTube to watch your movies. You can't do it. You uh. can't, but I can use the Wii. The Wii U will watch my purchased YouTube content. Look at that choices. So choices, Nintendo choices. is like, yeah, we don't care, whatever.
2: Right. Same <laughs> thing
0: with TiVo right now. Yeah. But now. Like, now, we'll see. The whole thing about this is really
2: is really choice, right? It's consumers and choice, and you'll deal with the issues as they fall out. But um, you know, the irony, the great irony of all this that I just love so much is the big content provider, Google. Those that you are in the net neutrality camp want to make sure you preserve your access to your little YouTube channel, right? It's owned by Google. You're out there fighting for net neutrality to make sure your YouTube channel's not throttled. But Google will rip it off your Amazon device. You can't have it both ways, Google.
3: Sure they can. They have enough money.
2: <laughs> well, it is uh, deliciously ironic. Um, I'll put it up there for you. You can take a look at Oh, by the way, the Washington Post is owned by hmm? Google. No. Amazon. Amazon. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> and the Washington Post couldn't get a comment from any of them. <laughs> but uh, it is one of those things. Did you have anything you want to bring up, Bob?
3: Uh, yeah, I got a few articles here. Yeah? You want me to do my favorite one? Sure. Uh, or the sure. news one? Whichever one you want to do. I don't know what your favorite one is. <laughs> well, there's a video out mm-hmm. at PSA, actually, starring Linda Carter. Oh, I Wonder know. Woman. Oh, yeah, I, had a, I had a crush uh, on yeah, her. Yeah, she was the original Wonder Woman. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. So she's doing a uh, PSA on, um, on um, it's a stirring ad in support of the lone gamer. The lone gamer. Yeah, because what's happened over time is all these gaming consoles and the consoles, yeah. they've all gone into the cloud, mm-hmm. and it supports multi-gaming mode. Okay. So if you just want to play the game by yourself, yeah. you're out in the cold, baby. Wait a minute. Okay, so what are you saying? So if you want to play most of the games now, yeah. you have to join into multiplayer.
2: Well, there's some of the good aspects of these games are multiplayer, yes.
3: I get that. But? But the problem is, and I tried this a while back, and then I just got off from gaming completely because mm-hmm. you go into a game, you know, a uh, room, you know, and yeah. a bu- join a bunch of them, yeah. and these guys are like friggin' experts. <laughs> You know what I mean? You
2: get crushed out there, Bob huh.
3: You last about a tenth of a second, maybe a millisecond. <laughs> yeah. And you're and you're dead. And yeah. you can't every time you re enter that you're dead before you even can lift <laughs> your assault weapon. So with.
2: you mo- maybe you need it by you need to have it by uh age group and, and, and uh maybe by skill set.
3: Well yeah, <laughs> well maybe they should like have Beginners mode, or yeah. something like that, but yeah. no, that's not the way it works. And then the experts they like to get into the ones where they're better so they can have more kills and no, run up no, their score. No. So I don't think there's some of those that
2: are like that, yeah. But yeah, so, so well, she's doing a PSA so a for folks PSA. like you who, who just can't, can't uh, match up.
3: Well, yeah, so that <laughs> they're actually what's going on? She says, I blame social media. Uh-huh. Concocted communities like Facebook, Instagram, made us believe that everyone must be enjoyed in a plurality. Mm. And then the the belief infected gaming. Suddenly, everything was multiplayer and the lone gamer was shunned. This is really a Linda Carter PSA? But actually, if is you go the, to Did The, the Onion s- put it on? No. No? All this right. This is on CNET. Uh, okay. All right. And she actually does the video. She does it quite well. I'm sure. She has a hard time not breaking into a laugh. But- <laughs> And you think this is
2: serious, huh? Well, yeah. Maybe, maybe we can have Joey find it so he can hear it.
3: Well, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah.
2: Uh, so, yes, The Lone Gamer. Well, I don't know. <clears throat> I love multiplayer games, especially certain games that are out there. And, yes, you do have to play a bit to be able to compete. But, uh, you know, you got to put in the time, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get good, right, Joey?
3: <laughs> well, you also got to spend some money on fast internet. Yeah. You need a super fast computer. Yeah. So, you know. And you gotta buy this these uh, like uh special controllers right. that gives you what to call it. Yeah, fast know? reflexes. Yeah, yeah and, you're right. And all that.
2: Well you so, can't go you gotta
3: go into battle with the you know, the hardware you've got.
2: <clears throat> Otherwise you're just gonna get picked off.
3: Well that's the problem. <laughs> you go in with the hardware you got, you ain't got a chance and you know where. Hades, we'll, we'll find that uh, we'll find
2: that video for you guys, and I'd love to hear it. So we're gonna be here till eleven o'clock. Uh, feel free to get online right now. We got four lines all jammed up. We got Bob in Florida, Rich in Kensington, Steve in Glastonbury, Kathy in Bristol. Uh, we'll get to your calls after this quick break. We'll be right back. for that punchline, you know, Gary Hoey, ho, ho, hoey, thank you, Joey. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock, and it is the season, if you're going to get out there and buy your bread and milk and get some Christmas shopping, and better do it quick. Might snow. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, we're going to be here, yeah, that's right. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Let's get to your calls. You're going to go to Bob in sunny Florida next. Morning, Bob.
1: Yes, it's not sunny today. We've got rain for the first time in about five or six weeks. Why? <laughs> But that's okay. Yes, that's it okay. is. We all wanted it down here.
2: Yeah, good for you. It's great. What's going
1: mm-hmm. on? Hey, uh, I've got a uh, Hewlett Packard uh, la- color laser jet printer that spontaneously uh, began to not want to print, oh, and yeah. the display on it has—maybe uh, you guys have heard of this before. Display comes up, uh, firmware corrupt, ready to download. Mm, okay. okay. Yeah, it's pretty it bad. Doesn't seem to be a. Uh, unique situation because I've Googled it and tried to find a solution for myself and tried a whole bunch of things and have been able to uh, using the uh, upon upon startup squeezing the little display screen and I'm able to get the the uh, the printer to get into the um, into the program uh, permanent storage initiation phase and I end up with the display on the printer uh, having a normal appearance Mm-hmm. And I'm able to print reports and such uh, from the display options, but I can't send anything to the printer. And eventually, eventually, what ends up happening is the same thing that presents itself on a black—it's a, a black screen. Yeah. It's a HP logo okay. that says "Ready to Download Firmware Corrupt." Right. I've tried. I've gotten that display. I got the printer in the ready state. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And I've uh, attempted to download the latest firmware, mm-hmm. but the question I guess is seems to be that you can't successfully load uh, a vert, uh, the same version or any version of firmware onto the onto the printer that's got corrupted firmware in it.
2: Does sound like a catch twenty two, doesn't it?
1: It does. The, yeah. So the, I don't know if you guys have faced this before, or if you have a, a suggestion that you might yeah. be able to tell me about or well, find.
2: Yeah. Generally. Um, a firmware issue like this would mean you're bricked, generally. Yeah, Brick means yeah. it's a just a piece, it's just a piece of plastic now. Um, but yeah. there are there are specific instructions that I found and maybe Bob's found too, that do give you an approach that you can try to correct this. But when your firmware yeah. is corrupt, basically the system is lobotomized, and yeah. to the That's point correct. where it can't. Yeah, yeah, right. So it's to the point okay. where it can't even make the uh, the interface work. So, but we do have some some specific HP instructions here that we can okay. post for you. Um, that would be great. Yeah, and that might solve your issue. You can try it. Otherwise, if it is still happening, you just need to buy a new printer because it's become. Brick. But
1: here's the fun. Here's the here's the frustrating part about it is, and you've heard this story before. Um, and I'm in Florida because we only, we spend part of the year here and part of the year in Western Massachusetts, mm-hmm. and. Uh, <laughs> This printer has probably printed 50 pages. Oh boy! Okay, and we, you know, and uh, of course, most of the time, I don't, I don't even know. Why. I'm sure the warranty had expired, but most mm-hmm. of the time, it um, sits idle here. Yeah. And, and we bought a laser printer because of the intermittent use of an inkjet. Yeah. The 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 jets get clogged up. Right. The way we went out and bought a, a laser printer. Yep. She went, my wife went to print a couple of pages, and all of a sudden, it, like you say, yeah. it bricked up, and it's really frustrating.
2: It is. Trust me. I'm sorry it happened to you. It happens on certain devices. Uh, you just got unlucky. But you you made all the right choices. I, I agree with everything you said. Buy a laser. It'll last you a long time. The ink doesn't go bad. It's a toner. Um, yeah. So, uh, unfortunately, you got unlucky with this particular model. Unless, I mean, oh. we put we put a link here for you. Bob, did you want to add anything else to what we said as far as what he should try? Well,
3: yeah. yeah so this one
1: thing is—is is the link going to be talking about um, addressing the non-volatile RAM and trying to trying to wipe that thing clean, as if it was just? Um, yeah, they have ready, the... to, ready to accept the original firmware that the factory put in it.
3: No, this one it no. takes a different approach. It tells okay. you first of all, it, and it gives you instructions how to clear. The uh, print spooler. Right. Basically, what it's going to do is it's going to delete everything that has to do with the driver to that printer. Right. And then it's going to tell you how to delete the printer driver Mm -hmm. and reinstall it. And what it's suggesting is uh, uh, then when you get further down, it'll say uh, once uh, you choose your printer, you can press a manual or send firmware button. And then okay. um, it'll it'll update the firmware and the printer.
2: Yeah, it's a, it's a different way to apply that firmware than maybe you've tried.
1: So okay, I'll I'll give nothing venture, nothing gain. I got yeah. a brick right now.
2: Yeah, it's from HP, so <coughs> it's probably the best way to try it. Otherwise, there's no other options, and then you can go no, out and buy a new printer. No,
1: I'm a little tainted. now. I've been an HP printer uh, guy I for know. a long time. I got I a know. black and white laser that's been it's a it's a it's a workhorse. Never never fails. Yeah. Uh, have you guys got any recommendations in terms of brands that might be uh, better than HP? HP. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Stick with I it. Gotcha. Yeah, they, they're fine. Okay, I'll look. I'll, I'll look for the link. You're going to put it on your uh, on your site. Yes,
2: it'll be on Facebook. Okay. If you follow us on Twitter, it'll get get it there as well. And it'll be on okay, the regular old fashioned side. All right, Bob. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Bye bye. Bye bye. Yeah, it's no fun when you get your printer bricked like that. Um,
3: or anything. <laughs> yeah,
2: firmware is a problem, right? So, firmware is something you want to update regularly on things like firewalls and phones and what have you, right? You want the latest and greatest because you want to make sure your security is good. Somehow, his firmware got messed up on this on this printer, most likely because the printer's got a problem. I don't think even our solution is going to fix it for him because firmware just doesn't go wonky like that, uh, generally. So, he's going to try it. I'm going to predict it's not going to work anyways, and he's going to buy a new printer. But your firmware pretty much is is how your system understands itself. It it knows where its arms and legs are, and its brain. It's the whole thing about the, well, the hardware. The
3: firmware is the brain, if you will, of yeah. the of the printer. Yeah. Or so the device
2: exactly. All right. Well, so we're gonna be here till eleven o'clock. Feel free to get online. We have one line open for you: eight hundred nine six six WTIC five two two WTIC. Everything we do talk about today will be posted live by Mike G he's been doing it for years and years and years for us and uh, it'll go on live on Facebook if you follow us on Twitter at tab computer sis, you follow us at Twitter man I can't believe it right next to Trump it's like tab it's tab computer sis, Trump whatever's in your line there we're right there behind him <laughs> where's the Instagram yeah you no no you know, Pinterest I, no I just Snapchat t- I gotta draw a line somewhere Joey <laughs> come on uh but you're right snap yeah we could snapchat it to you, you could we? yeah what is that? 12 year olds use Snapchat? I don't know. Um, but <laughs> we'll get to all the 12 year olds out there. But we're going to be here until 11 o'clock. We'll be right back. back this is computer talk we're gonna be at 11 o'clock taking in a little more Gary Hoey. Uh, gotta love a producer like Joey. I mean I didn't even have to remind him he just did it I mean that's tech that is just just don't get that every day Joey. That's good stuff man. that's good stuff so we're gonna be at 11 o'clock feel free to get online got to tell you a quick story you know how successful I've been with buying technology online I told you my TiVo horror story. Which still gets people asking me, "How did that ever turn out?" It still didn't turn out well, but I said, "Forget it, I don't care." TiVo can't get past themselves, so we decided to buy some stuff for my my uh, for Christmas for uh, our family. Tried to buy two Google phones on the Google Store. All right, Google Pixel Twos. This is Google; they own the internet, right? They they know what kind of peanut butter I have uh, on my on my English muffin. So I try to order these two Google phones. I get an email back saying, yep, your order's been placed. That's great. Then then Sunday at 3 in the morning, they say, your order's been canceled. <laughs> like, what the heck? What is it with me in buying things on the internet? Um, so I dutifully call Google. Talking to Google, you can call them out there in California. And uh, they don't have a clue as to why they, the order was canceled. I talk to my credit card. Hey, credit card, is there any problem with my credit? Nope. They saw Google come in. Approve, you know, the, the credit card approved the purchase and then they saw Google come in and take it away. <laughs> it's like, what, what did I do wrong? Who did I get mad at the internet? Um, but even Google themselves couldn't figure out why Google canceled my order. Now, again, Google knows what kind of peanut butter I eat on my English muffin, but they, they themselves couldn't figure out why they themselves canceled my order. It's the year 2017, and we don't know how to do online ordering, Google?
3: Well, Google's got other problems. (laughs) I got signed up somehow for Red Tag. What is that? It's uh, some sort of video and and music service. Oh, like Redbox? Yes. Okay. And it uh, costs $10.99 a month.
2: But you didn't sign up for it.
3: I didn't sign up for it. I got it. And they credited me for it. And they said, we you won't have this problem again. You had it again? Well, yeah. Now this is the third month in a row that uh, I've been built since they canceled my order. You're kidding. I got a... uh, confirmation and everything I gotta give them a call again
2: this is why I bring this stuff up folks I can't be the only guy with these types of problems I feel like I'm the only guy but uh, I couldn't believe it why you cancel my order oh we don't really know why we canceled your order
3: well um, they they canceled yours probably and they meant to cancel mine there, there, there it is
2: <laughs> there it is all right let's get to your calls you guys have bigger problems than my problems so let's go on to the next caller which will be rich in Kensington hey rich
3: good morning guys morning. How are you
2: doing? Right, good, good, good. Is this our first clarinet player? It is. <laughs> what can we do for you?
1: So I tried uh, what we chatted about the other night, yeah. and I got frustrated, so I ended up calling HP. Uh-huh. And for 20 bucks, which I thought was very uh, uh, decent, yeah. uh, the gentleman took hold of to my computer mm-hmm. and got my printer working wirelessly again. Yeah, good. And now I'm not able to get it again. <laughs> So, I mean, I have 14 days. I can call him back. I figured, let me see what Eric has to say.
2: Well, do you have a credit card? I'll, I'll take that right now. Because <laughs> clearly you're willing to pay. <laughs>
1: I'll, I'll give it to you tomorrow.
2: <laughs> yeah, at the concert. Uh, so basically, they, they must not. Did they work with DHCP? Did they talk. You and I talked about going into DHCP on your firewall and setting up a reservation. Did they talk about that for you?
1: No, they did not.
2: Correct. So they, they fixed your – so you can fix problems all day, right? There's ways to fix them so they stay fixed, or there's ways to fix them so they, they'll break again. Um, he was banking that the, the way he told you to do it would work. But you need to set an IP address for this printer that is not one that is handed out on a regular basis. And so what you have to do is go into your firewalls DHCP settings. H,
1: what was it? What? Again, Eric, I'm sorry.
2: DHCP. D as in dog, H as in high, happy, C as in Charlie, P as in Paul. It's
3: dynamic okay. host configuration protocol, Got and, it.
2: and everything on the network gets an address. The problem with wireless printers like this is they're getting a different address all the time, and your computer didn't know where they moved to. That's why your printing stops working sometimes like this. So you have to go into the DHCP and reserve IP addresses that it can't hand out anymore. So like I think we talked about in rehearsal to have like. A, Ten addresses that you're gonna you're gonna tell the DHCP to start handing out addresses beyond dot ten or dot eleven wherever you want dot twenty wherever you want you can yeah. do it and so then you go to your printer and tell it what address it's gonna have you say you're gonna be at dot five and if you set your address at dot five and you have your DHCP handing out addresses beyond dot ten you'll never you shouldn't have this issue again I'll never say never because we you know we need those twenty dollar Fees every now and again for everybody. Yep. <laughs> so, um, but if you if you do that and then you configure your printer, your driver again, you remove it and say, "Hey, I want to add a new printer." It'll detect it at .dot five, and that should solve your issue permanently. I hope, until you change your firewall. I assume you own your firewall, right?
1: Yes.
2: Okay. Do you follow me? Sort of. I know. Yeah.
1: You know, I. Uh- Techie to a, a certain degree but yeah I think I comprehend uh, what you're talking about and uh,
2: it's addressing rich it's it's an address
1: oh coming down I guess I got something to play with this afternoon
2: yeah, yeah yeah just look up your firewalls manual and look up how to get into DHCP and set up reservations Okay. Yeah, and you're going to reserve areas so that your printer's got one of those addresses and then go to your printer set that within the menu on the printer itself uninstall the driver reinstall it have it find it and you should be good you can also do some, you know, Bob, you could tell him how to get to port settings, right, on the printer config, on the printer driver config where he chooses the IP address.
3: Right. If you right-click on the printer and you go halfway down the menu and you choose the properties of the printer, yeah. then uh, you can click on the tab that's the shows the ports.
2: Right. Yeah.
3: And you'll see which port you have. And it's probably got, like, numbers and letters and, and you don't really see an IP. But what right. you do is there is an option down there where you can – create a new port so you can create a new tcp ip port right and you give it the name 192 168 one dot whatever number that you wanted to choose i'm, I'm just picking a number at random whatever right. your network is right so then it'll create that port then you check that port in that box and now that's the IP address that you assigned to your printer, right. and you're, actually your printer should work right there.
2: Everything's, yeah, that, that's a way to do it. I figured that was just one more extra convoluted step that you'd have to go through. But if you just uninstall and reinstall the driver, that should take care of it as well, doing it for you.
1: That sounds easier.
2: I like easier, but I want to make sure Bob talked about the other technical aspects of how you could address that printer as well. So Okay. Um, but you have to make sure you reserve the space on the DHCP uh, from the firewall, or it's going to hand out an address again. It's going to okay. move on you. You don't want that printer to move. All right, sir. All right.
1: Yeah, I'll let you know tomorrow how I make out. Yeah,
2: we'll see you tomorrow. Okay, Eric. <laughs> All right, take, take it easy, care. Rich.
3: Thanks, Bob. No Bye. problem. All we right. Don't, we don't like moving targets. <laughs>
2: no, it, nothing does. So, yeah, Rich and I are part of a community band. We're going to be playing at St. Paul, big Christmas uh, program on uh, Sunday. Sold out, sorry. But uh, it's always fun to play with uh, Bristol Brass and Wind. Let's go on to Steve in Glastonbury next. Hey, Steve. Hi, how are you? Good, good. How are you doing?
3: Pretty good. Good. Um, curious uh, if you have a recommendation
2: for a good way to dispose of old hard drives from legacy computers. Yep. A simple way is to take them out and take a hammer to them. <laughs> take your frustrations out, bang it up with a hammer now, it won't be... You can't look at them anymore. And no. then, then you can bring them to a company called Green Monster in West Hartford. They'll probably okay. take them for free if you want to have it disposed of more responsibly. Or you okay. can put them in the trash. doesn't matter. But as long as you bang the, uh, the hard drive pretty good. Drill there. a hole through it. You could drill a hole through it. Yeah, it'll do a, do a number on your drill bit, though, won't it? We go well, through a lot of drill bits at TAB. Well, <laughs> the
3: reason is is because if you go through the case, which is aluminum, and you yeah. go through the platters, which is steel, it's not a problem. Right. But there's one... Uh, Cover mm. on the backside or front side mm. with the label that's made of stainless steel. Ouch! Stainless steel has nickel in it, and it sticks to your steel drill bits uh-huh. under very low pressure. It actually separate from the alloy, mm. and then that buildup on your on your drill uh, bit it, edge yeah. prevents it from cutting anymore.
2: All right. So you'd say flip it over, go from the bottom.
3: Yeah. Well, I would recommend that you get carbide dies instead of what we're getting.
2: Mm, Well, that's true. Those are expensive, though,
3: Bob. Yes, they are, but they last a long time, and you don't get that buildup. You can drill through stainless. Yeah.
2: So it's up to you, Steve. Drill it if you want. You're not going to go through a lot of hard drives. Bang it with a hammer.
3: When you hit that stainless plate,
2: stop. Stop. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're recommending violence on the hard drive? Yeah. I'm just checking. Yeah, violence on the hard drive, man. All right, thanks very much. You got it, sir. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. If you want
3: to keep your data safe,
2: yeah. We're going to step out for a quick break, get back to more of your calls. we got a couple couple, three lines open right now. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is <laughs> Computer Chocolate Tab. Joey's having too much fun in there. We've been doing this for like twenty three years, and then I think Joey, you've been how long have you been at WTIC?
0: Uh thirteen years now, I think. All right. So even you started producing our show. It's like, been a while, yeah. I think we probably had twenty producers. I was talking to someone about that the other day, how many people I've trained around these doorways. In thirteen years, oh, yeah. Wow. So he's still
2: here and he's kicking. It's great to have Joey in the production. So I mean Matt does a great job too, but uh Nah, he's Matt. <laughs>
0: I love doing it. I know. I tell Janine, put me on the schedule every once in a while for a Saturday. I don't mind it. Awesome. It's like old home week. Exactly. And Joey's a geek as well, so. No. Oh, yeah, you are. We're going to get to your calls. (laughs) Let's go to Kathy in uh, Bristol. Hey, Kathy.
2: What's going on, Kathy?
4: Okay. So I'm looking to get a new computer. All right. Mine is way old. Oh sure. It's running Vista.
2: Oh, boy. That is old.
4: I know. It's It's eight years old, I think, when I bought
2: it. You got your money's worth.
4: Yeah, uh, well, I haven't used it like in a year. Um, <laughs> I use my phone basically, oh. um, but I I think I found one. It's an HP and it's got an i7 processor all right. and all this other stuff. So, mm-hmm. uh, but my my question is now for my old computer, if there's stuff that I want to transfer mm-hmm. to the computer and I don't want to have to worry about like transferring a virus, mm-hmm. do I like mainly? It's probably just pictures. Mm-hmm. So I. Download those pictures onto a flash drive? You can. And then uh, load it into the new computer?
2: Yep, you can do it that way, sure.
4: Why? What's another way?
2: Uh, put them on a hard drive. Put them on a. You can connect the machines together in a network. Um, there's many ways to do it, but the way you're saying it is a fine way.
4: Um, oh, okay. It depends
2: on how many pictures you have, though. But I was yeah, suspect I, with Vista. I don't,
4: like thousands. It's yeah. not that many. It's probably
2: a small like hard that. drive, yeah.
4: Yeah. Um, but the other thing too was uh, when I asked, as far as um, an antivirus program, I two places I've already gone to asked them about Open DNS, and they don't know anything about it.
2: Yeah, they were selling sneakers the month before. Say that again. Those guys were selling sneakers the month before. That's why they don't know anything about it. Oh, okay. They're not true geeks. I mean, you know, unfortunately, today's youth unfortunately just doesn't know a whole lot about how computers work and how the network works and how internet works. They know how an app works. But they just don't know how the rest of it all works. Um And I'm just joking about them selling sneakers. It's sad they don't know about <laughs> something like OpenDNS. But as my, my my standard joke. If they don't know what they're talking about, they probably were selling sneakers the month before. And now they're selling oh, computers.
4: That's really wild, that <laughs> Sorry. Wow, that sounds reassuring.
2: Sorry. Sorry. It's not hard to sell a computer. You just look at that one. It's got the uh, i7. Oh, look at that one. It's got i5. A lot of folks just don't know what the innards are made of and how how it separates the different machines from themselves. But OpenDNS is not an antivirus. That's a safe method of browsing the Internet. So that's a a good step, and you should definitely do that. And guess what? It's free.
4: Yeah, so when I get the computer, now the computer itself, it will have an antivirus program on it?
2: Probably that one that they're going to get credit for selling to you that you may or may not extend payment on. You can uninstall that antivirus because you can use the built-in Windows Defender as a good antivirus. Oh, okay. Yeah.
4: So that's what I should do. Just get rid of what currently is on there and you, um, well, not purchase, let's say, not purchase the uh, antivirus program from them. Just right. use what's on the Because it's running like Windows 10 or whatever and that's the yeah. Defender, yeah, gen-
2: Generally, it's a good antivirus program as
3: long as you're running OpenDNS as well. Um, if you're so not... That, just make sure I you turn do? it back on.
4: Turn what back on?
3: The uh, Windows Defender. After you uninstall, right. uh, oh, whatever oh, okay. antivirus got installed, it disables Defender. Right. So you oh, want oh, to turn okay. it back on when uh, when you uninstall it. Yep.
4: So, But when I buy um, the computer, mm-hmm. I, it will have the Defender on it, correct? Yep. And then I uh, configure OpenDNS on it.
2: Yes, exactly.
4: And to do that, do I have to um, shut down the uh, Defender?
2: No. You can configure OpenDNS anytime you want.
4: Okay. Okay. So that's good. That answers that. Now, my other issue Mm -hmm. is with my modem that, of course, is rented from Comcast. Yeah. And they just sent notice that they're going to increase the rental fee now.
2: How much they charge already?
4: 10. Now they're going up to 11.
2: 10 bucks a Uh month. You know what's kind of funny, Kath? I mean, 11 Uh bucks to rent a modem. And I'll talk to businesses who are happy to pay Comcast 150, 250 bucks a month to rent the phones for their business system and end Uh up spending. Five times what they would spend if they just bought it, which is what you're trying to do, right? You want to buy a modem, right?
4: Yeah. Yeah. um, Now, is it better to, and I've heard this, where it's better to have a separate router and a separate modem as opposed to having the combo. Correct. But I don't know if I can, I guess I can go on YouTube and figure out how to do it. (laughs) uh,
2: Oh, as far as how to set it up, do you have a 15-year-old kid in your neighborhood? Oh, uh, no. <laughs> that wasn't selling sneakers a month before? Just kidding. Um pick up you wanna pick up if your if your system now is a separate modem and router or is it a combo? It's a
4: combo.
2: Yeah. So you really can't you're not gonna have a lot of luck finding a combo replacement modem. You're gonna you're gonna need to find a modem, which is gonna be a DOCSIS three modem. Uh f- Target has combos, I hear. Joy just ripped through my brain.
4: Uh <laughs> well, I went to Staples and they had them.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they had a combo? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. All right, my bad. Yeah. Uh, so if they've now got combos out, if as long as it's something you can manage, um, mm-hmm. then nothing wrong with doing a combo. As long as it's going to su- be on uh, supported on the network you have, whether it's Cox or Comcast. Yeah, that's
4: what they said. They said co- this is compatible with Comcast. Okay, I
2: trust them then. Comcast. Yeah, that that then you can do the combo. Why not?
4: Oh, okay, but now my right now mm-hmm. I checked my I did a speed test on this because it's really abysmal. I have the lowest tier as far as, you know, speed and stuff. Yeah. And when I did an upload and a download, it's yeah. like three.
2: Three megabits? Yes. Well, for Vista, you wouldn't have known a difference.
4: No, I'm not using Vista. I'm just trying on my phone when uh, I do a speed test. Gotcha. Because I've had it where, um, oh, there was a problem loading this, and it's reloading, whatever yeah. I'm trying to look at.
2: Yeah. Well, what are you paying for? Uh,
4: the Whatever. Ugh, I don't even know what it is. Go look um, at your bill.
2: It'll tell you on your bill. It should tell you what you're paying for speed.
4: Oh, what I'm paying currently? Yeah, what, you, um,
2: what you're paying. What you're, what you're paying. $39 a
4: month?
2: Yeah, no, I knew you were going to tell me that. Yeah, the cost is one thing, but on the bill itself, it should say how many megabits you get for 39 bucks. Oh, really? I bet they better. I mean, I, I, uh, otherwise, we got a sick Blumenthal on them. <laughs> I'm sure they've got to tell where you. Where would it say
4: that?
2: Right on the bill. It should say, uh, Kathy, you're paying $39 for our super premium high-speed 3-megabit plan.
4: It doesn't just says the bill.
2: Just as the bill, that just is highway robbery. So what you got to do is call them up and say, "Hey, what am I paying thirty nine bucks for?" And they should yeah. tell you what you're paying for.
4: Okay, and then
2: then so th- let's say you're only paying for three megabits. Nothing you do, is going to fix that unless you pay for more. But I bet uh, you you're getting more than three because three is really bad. I bet you you're paying. You're probably paying for ten um, or more. Okay. So uh, so th-
4: getting a new modem and a router wouldn't help.
2: Not if you're paying for three now. No, if you're only paying for three. Mm-hmm. And you're getting three, the modem's not going to make it faster.
4: Oh, okay. So that's because it was just an old modem.
2: Well, first find out what you're paying for. You okay. can't. You and I can't make any decisions until we know what you're paying for.
4: Okay. All right. And then I go. Then I got to pay
2: more. You, not, not necessarily. <laughs> not, don't let them do that to you. <laughs> find out uh-huh. what you're getting. If okay. you're paying for ten and only getting three, then it is your old modem. However, okay. they've been renting you a modem. It's not been giving you what you've been paying for for a long time. They've been happily
3: doing it to you, which is also
2: not very nice.
4: Oh, okay.
3: I went to uh, Best Buy, mm-hmm. and they've got an AERIS surfboard, which is Comcast supported. Yeah, that's just a mm-hmm. modem or both? For the just just the modem, mm. it was forty nine dollars. Yeah. So at eleven bucks a month, yeah, how yeah. many months does it take before you break even? Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
2: So you understand that, Kath? Find out how much I you're paying do. for first. That's key.
4: I will. All right. Okay. Thanks so much for your help. You're welcome. Yep.
2: Bye bye. Bye bye. So that's kind of the problem with technology these days. You know it, what you're paying for really is key here, guys. I mean, if you don't know how much bandwidth you're paying for, then you really don't know how to make a decision. And then you you might find yourself with way too much bandwidth. If you get three people in your house, you don't need sixty five megabits. Sorry, Joey. It's true. Uh, I doing. I'm doing 65 megabits with five streaming and everything. So be careful with what you're what you're getting and what you're buying. Buying the width is one thing. Then you got to figure out if you're really going to put a bunch of packets on that highway. Just because you buy 65 lanes doesn't mean you have 65 lanes worth of stuff to stick on the highway. We're gonna step out for a quick break Get to your calls. Feel free to get online, guys. Four lines open. Eight hundred nine six six WTIC five two two WTIC. We'll be right back.
4: Baseball is back.